everybody stand in line It ain't gonna cost you a dime This unique show is about to start So close the door We'll turn the lights down low Turn the big spotlight on so You can see the real life fool If you've never seen one before You're looking at a real life fool That's me You're looking at a real life fool That's me There ain't too many of us in captivity You're looking at a real life fool And you got in free Last week I told a lie And I made my baby cry And she said I guess I don't need your love no more And then she walked away I ain't seen her since that day And now I'm hurting in a lot of places I ain't hurt before You're looking at a real life fool That's me You're looking at a real life fool That's me There ain't too many of us in captivity You're looking at a real life fool And you got in free taken from his album Friday's Child, which came out on Reprise Records in 1965. That's a really good one if you want to kind of get familiar with what Lee Hazelwood is all about, because I think there's only two songs out of like the 10 or 12 on the record that he didn't write, and they're all really good, so... It's a fine, fine album indeed. What do I got for you this week? Well, Zach will be by halfway through as usual for I'm Allowed. And I got a set of songs that are all narratives about somebody dying or having already died. I don't know how to put that in a more concise way, but anyhow. Uh, so that's after I talk to Zach, and then the usual band camp finds and 
stuff from way back. No real show announcements for this week. There's just not a whole lot going on. I guess uh, there's one thing. It doesn't really tie into the kind of stuff I would normally play at the show. But at, uh, at the Jazz Dock tonight, uh, my friend Valentine, he's going to be in town. And uh, his band, Eddie Nultz, will be playing. They're kind of like proggy jazz stuff. So, again, not so much something I'd play here, but probably the best thing going on tonight. At least it's the best thing that I've heard. So I'll, I'll be there for what it's worth tonight here in Prague for some jazzy Prague. Um, so, yeah, I'll get to what's next immediately. I'm going to play something by Nick Fit. This tape just came out yesterday, but I'll say all the stuff on it was already floating around in some capacity before so this is a compilation of a bunch of stuff that Nick Fit put out over the years they're from Japan and this label Sorcerer from France put out this compilation of three different releases so there's the Swell 7 inch uh, two songs from a split that Nick Fit did with Maze and then two more songs from a split tape that they did with Pinprick Punishment So the song I'm going to play next is called Mirage, and this is from the Swell 7-inch originally that was put out by Black Cube Records in 2014, and then again it was re-released as part of this tape through, um, I guess it's a tape, it just says buy a digital album, but the artwork looks like it's formatted for a tape. I know that's the, the cool thing to do with releases these days, even if they're not going to be on a physical product or not, or even if they're not going to be on a tape. But anyway, uh, so yeah, this is uh, Mirage from the self-titled Nick Fit release that just came out yesterday through Sorcerer Records.
I've got to give a, a clue here now. I don't want any more bullshit any time during the day from anyone. That includes me.
That was Ambo Ludo. It's the name of that one. That came out in 2019 through Disco's Al Hop. They are from Spain, uh, from Madrid to be precise, and that was a split with uh, Calabaza Cosmica, the name of the other band. I've never actually listened to their side of it. And uh, yeah, the, the title of the split is Cornizulu. <laughs> well, I really botched that. Corniz Ulio. Probably still didn't pronounce it correctly. Oh well. Um, before that, Sylvie Vartan, I'm watching every little move you make. From the I'm Watching EP, 7 inch, with four songs on it. They came out in 1963 through RCA Victor. So weird that they would put that out as the lead song for that EP. It's such an unhinged performance by Sylvie Vartan in, in terms of just like her vocal delivery. And that part of the song where she does the thing like, ha, ha, ha. I don't really, I never understood that. Why? How did that ever get out? I don't know. But, and even, uh, that doesn't even take into account the, the like lyrical content of the thing, which is just a strange concept for like a romantic idea or whatever even even back then I don't know who would be charmed by the fact that somebody's watching every little move you make it's not cute anyway uh, yeah I guess speaking of weird then before Sylvie Vartan I played uh, Bob Vidone and the Rhythm Rockers weird from a 1959 Fleetwood single then there was Pigeon from their new album. That just came out yesterday as well. Um, the album is called Deny All Knowledge of Complicity. The song I played was Narrow Mindedness. And uh, the label that released that, like Pigeon, is based in Berlin. Ad- Adagio 830. And then started it with, of course, Nick Fit Mirage from the self-titled new Nick Fit compilation. Next up, I'll play Morgana, or something by Morgana called Stanchi. They're from Florence. Florence, Italy, that is. I don't know. if There's probably other places called Florence outside of Italy, I would assume. So just for the sake of just not making any confusion here. And I noticed the other day that they had something posted on their Facebook page about how they have a new video and some concerts soon and then I thought oh yeah I should play something by them because they're really good so I'll get to that next and um, yeah I think that's all I gotta say about that
To do a story about what? Uh, as you can see, there's construction underway here. Uh, they've dug out a little bit. There's water has accumulated. Traffic's backed up. In a city the size of Houston, there's always traffic. So what's the big fucking deal? What the fuck are we doing out here? I asked you. What in the fuck are we doing here? Hell, I don't know.
El Paso, Texas. The song was called Hopeless Focus. And that came out on their 2017 demo, which they self-released. And I don't think they ever did anything after that. I was looking at their Facebook page just now, and the last thing that they posted was November 1st, 2018, about their next upcoming show. So I guess that's, that's probably around when the story ended for them. Before Luto, I played uh, another band that at least started out in Texas, uh, Jesus Lizard. Then comes Dudley from Goat, put out in uh, 1991 through Touch and Go. Then, before that, Spectres with Emasculate Symphony. It was the sort of instrumental, weird, spooky thing. Uh, And that features Ben Vince from the album Spectres put out last year called It's Never Going to Happen and This Is Why, which was presented by the Dark Habits label. They're based out of Bristol in the United Kingdom. Before that, Divarma, Florian from a self-titled, self-released 2019 album came out as a tape. And uh, what else? Davy Allen and the Arrows, the theme from The Unknown, from Blues Theme, released in 1976. I can't vouch for the quality of the other stuff on there, but I like that one. Started it off with Morgana, uh, Stanchi from their demo that they put out last year as a self-released item. Yeah, what will I do next? What will I do? I'm going to play something by ASL. They're from Melbourne. And they put this uh, out on a tape called Sorry You Missed It in 2019. And uh, the song I'm going to play here is called Pocket Pinger. So get to that next. And uh, yeah, then after I come back, time to talk to Zach for a little bit. And then the set of songs pertaining to uh, the dead and dying, as it is uh, at least a narrative concept of those things.
started raining avocados from my avocado tree. Was this man barking up the wrong tree? I told him, get the hell out of my tree. He says, I'm going to pick your avocados, old man. What are you going to do about it? What would prompt you to do something so stupid, sir? Guacamole. Next, Judge Judy.
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was New Adults, Pandemic Desire, from their EP that just came out a couple days ago on, what was it, June 9th? They're from Leipzig. The EP is called, I guess, I Am the Adult Now. It's a self release job. You can uh, have a look at their Bandcamp page, band, or what is it? Uh, newadults.bandcamp.com. And I won't read it out now, maybe another time, but. Uh, they have this really funny banner on the page that's all like this silly fake press write-up. So, yeah. Something for you to read, maybe. Before New Adults, I played uh, Niza from Spain. The song is Solo 2. It's from their release Ezen. that came out last year, also self-released. And they're from, yeah, in Spain. Where are they from? Uh, Bilbao, that's it. Before that, Danny Shandell and the Ladybirds lying awake from uh, a single put out by Columbia in 1965. Also heard the Invaders' Rawhide 1965, which oddly enough came out in 1964 on a single. Uh, I guess they were trying to get ahead of the game or something. That was through Music Tone. Uh, then it was new song from Adrenochrome, The Knife, which was put out by something called the Manic City Flexi Series. I haven't been able to find much information on that, but anyway, um, you go to their Bandcamp page, you'll find that song there. And started it with A slash S slash L, which I can only assume stands for age, sex, location, as was used many moons ago on ICQ and MSN and all that kind of junk. I don't know if people still use that. Probably not. Why would you? Why did people use it then? I don't know. Um, Pocket Pinger was the song, and that was from Sorry You Missed It, put out in 2019 by Urticaria. And it's halfway point time for the show, a.k.a. Time to Talk to Zach through Facebook that audio. Now, now, if only, only I had, had this written up. I hope I keep my mailman called Mr. Mac away from Zach. Hey, buddy. buddy. You're very, very lucky. Luckier than you'll ever know. Yeah. That's 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 very true. <laughs> and by actually, lucky, it's I, more like it doesn't really impact your life in a positive or negative way. Maybe even slightly <laughs> negative. We won't, we won't get into that. Yeah, well, I I, I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> what else are you going to do on a Saturday morning at this point? <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. Probably, I was thinking about going out to our little pond and crying into it. <laughs> Yeah, you can always do that after. Yeah, that's that's still on the agenda. I'll put it that way. Do you have a little pond? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Eve, Eve actually built the like dug a pond and, and, <laughs> and, and made one. Pretty impressive. So it's not just a turn of phrase, which it sounds like it could be. Yeah. No, uh, there there is there is a pond, and I have cried into it. <laughs> Add a few more droplets of water into it and make sure it doesn't dry. Yeah. Out. 
Yeah, I hope the I hope the salt doesn't kill the fish. <laughs> yeah, are they very <laughs> sensitive? I I don't know. I haven't asked them. <laughs> My guess is yeah, they, they're pretty sensitive. I I don't know though. Yeah, hard to say. Mm-hmm. What kind of fish are stocked in the pond? No fucking clue. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. I uh, I I try to take as little interest in in most things in life as I as I can possibly get away with. Mm-hmm. That's like uh, over I here. Kn- it's a big thing for people to to ask details about like specific things that we were just never taught. Like I know this is a bit different for you because like you you've made it sort of a personal undertaking, and it was something that. You told me your grandfather had taught you about just like different plants that are native to your neck of the woods and stuff like that. But um, mm-hmm. there'll be times here when somebody will ask me, it's like, oh, so like what uh, if I was talking about some kind of flowers or something or whatever I'd seen? Uh, and it's happened to me more than once where they're like, oh, well, what were they? And it's like, I, well, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if they just were educated on that kind of stuff here, and I was not where I grew up. I mean, there wasn't really a thing in school where we were taught that. But well, what about you? Did did they teach any of that kind of stuff in school at all? Never. No. Yeah, so you're just no. fortunate enough to have somebody had taken an interest in that and then shown you, and then you continued with it, basically. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, I'd, I'd have no clue. I mean, I, I, I can, I, you know, I went fishing with my grandfather, so I can, I can identify fish as well, but not the, not like ornamental fish. I, I, I don't know about that. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't say. Yeah. And I, and I have no interest in learning. <laughs> like, I, I consider my interests, I can, I consider my interests pretty wide and, and varied, but that does not, uh, that that is not one of them, and I don't think it ever will be. Yep, ornamental fish. Yeah, of of no interest. Yeah, to <laughs> me. I mean, they they look fine, I guess, but yeah. I'm just not. I don't know. I don't want. I don't. I don't want to learn what they are. They probably don't want to learn My, what you are either. No, I'd, I'd say they, I'd say we've. I'd say we have the same level of indifference toward one another. Yep. Might as well keep it like that. I'm a-okay with that. And I I don't know about them. And I'll never know about them <laughs> the way they feel about it. Yep. And I don't care. So put that put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> did y'all did did you all say did y'all have that phrase in Canada? Oh we did, yeah. Yeah. It's an oldie but a goodie. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, my my grandpa used to say that all the time, and he actually had a pipe. That was a so legitimizing always, factor. Yeah, I'd, I'd always say, "Well, why don't you put it in your pipe and smoke it?" Back at him. That's <laughs> not not very funny, but most people don't have the opportunity to do that. And actually, yeah. the the person that they're talking to has a pipe. I don't you don't see that very often. Yeah, I wonder why. I don't know. I guess maybe it was. I'd imagine it was probably a pain in the ass to clean them out, and uh, yeah, yeah. <coughs> I don't know why Quicker else. Just, like light up a cigarette, I guess. Yeah, probably. Uh, I guess transporting it too, and just a lot of unnecessary 
rigmarole involved in it. I, I would imagine. Maybe it's also kind of harsher. I, I have no idea. I've never smoked <laughs> pipe tobacco. I've, I, I've, I've, I've smoked herbs out of a pipe before. Like a wooden pipe? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. How was that? Um, I don't, I've never smoked anything, so I don't know what I'm doing. It all, I always just cough. Yeah. So whatever, whatever potential benefit I might get from it's pretty, pretty much moot, I think. Oh, well, we'll need to defer to the experts on this and get some, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's information about the decline of pipe tobacco smoking on the yeah. internet. Yeah, if you have any info, call in. The number is 999-999-999-999-999-999. To the power of Dial in now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a pretty wild experience uh, a couple of days ago. Um, there's this... Uh, well, I, I mentioned this um, this this method, the, like the, the meth addict that I mentioned a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. He was riding in a car with a... With a a fellow, or a big old truck, actually, with a fellow, and he started, and he, they were passing me by, and it was smacking on the, um, Jimmy was, Jimmy, which is, it is his name, he was smacking on the side of the truck, saying, hey there, you know, really carrying on. Okay, and hold on a second, this is good, good news, because it's the good meth addict, not the guy that, like, was hostile towards you on the street, so, okay. No, and, and this actually ties in with that. Oh, all right. Um, in, interestingly enough. Um, so <laughs> anyway, the guy that, the guy that Jimmy was in the truck with, like said to Jimmy, he was like, that guy looks like a fucking nerd. He does looks like he doesn't belong in our neighborhood. <laughs> and, uh, Jim, Jimmy said, no, he's the most solid guy in the, in the neighborhood. And, and he, t- he told him like all the things that, I've, you know, like done for him and other people in the neighborhood and all that stuff. And, uh. So I, I was walking down, I was walking uh, the other day, and I saw the guy in the truck, and uh, he uh, gave me the motion, he motioned me to come over, <laughs> and he's uh, like a, a very, a very, a very large black man. Okay. Um, and uh, Jimmy had told me, he, he's like, he's a, a like, a, the a, the ga- a leader of one of the gangs in this area. Huh. So he motioned me to go, come over and talk to him. So I went over there, and he said, "You're you're that guy helping Jimmy out, huh?" I said, "Yep, that's me. I'm Jim. Jimmy's my buddy." And he said, "Let me tell you this, man. If anybody in this if anybody in this neighborhood ever fucks with you at all, you come here to me, and I'll take care of it. I'll take care of them." <laughs> <laughs> wow! I was like, you know, there was. I actually haven't seen him in a while, but there was this. There was this guy that tried to physically attack me. He said, "What is? What does he look like?" I said, "Oh, don't, don't. You know, I didn't. I don't. I didn't want him like going out after this guy. You know, like I probably broke his ribs. I don't want to." I was like, "Oh, you know, don't, don't worry about it." But uh, I, 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 you know, I, I really appreciate you saying that and it's been nice to meet you and uh yeah that was that was a pretty wild experience <laughs> well yeah it's good good to be well connected apparently yeah 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 
what a strange thing for that guy to say, though. It's like, oh, that, that guy looks like a real nerd. It's like, what is this, like, yeah. like a 1950s or something? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a pretty strange statement. Yeah, I was actually wearing that that Kate Bush shirt that I told you about the, the <laughs> silk, the the silk hounds of love close up of her face, <laughs> and and a pair of uh, a pair of milky white <laughs> uh, corduroy jeans. <laughs> That's a so weird I, I combination. Probably, I probably was cutting quite a figure. Yeah, maybe it was just like. He didn't know how else to put it other than a nerd. I don't really think you're fitting into yeah. any particular categories with that attire. <coughs> yeah, <coughs> yeah, it, 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 exactly. It, it was more like, I think it was just his way of saying, this guy doesn't look like anyone else in, in the neighborhood, which is, there's some truth. I mean, there's truth to that, and I like that. Yeah, well, like, I, I, you're making some I, friends I, on account of it, or at least getting noticed. <laughs> Yeah, yep. yeah, I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely making some friends. I was, um, it's like the demographic here is so, is so strange. It's like, you know, like middle, middle class working, like working class, I guess, white folks and and uh, and and black folks, and there's a there's a big Somali population, a big Nigerian population. There's a there's a a, a, a pretty large Hispanic population, so it's it's really a it's it's a it's a multicultural neighborhood, and I I love that about it. I, I, I'm meeting a lot of people that I and talking with people that I've, I've never really had the chance to get to know, and I, I really am thankful for it. I, I like that. I like that about this neighborhood a lot. I, I enjoy this neighborhood. Yeah, sounds stimulating at any rate. Yeah. Yeah. I was walking. Uh, I was walking the other day, and um, there was an a, 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 an old man tried to get out of his car, uh, or, or out, outside of the out, out of the passenger side of a car, and he just immediately crumpled over. He was on a he was, he was using a cane, and he immediately crumpled over, and just went face first down into his his driveway, <coughs> and. Uh, I ran over there to help him, and the other guy, the guy that was dr- driving him, we were trying to get him up, but the, the other guy had a really bad back, and this guy was dead dog drunk. I mean, like, I may have been this drunk before in my life, but I can't think of any time, any, and I've been pretty drunk plenty, lots of times, but I can't think of a time where I just couldn't possibly get up and walk if I wanted to. But that's how this guy was. He's a pretty, pretty small, older guy. But yeah, just like totally, totally dead weight. I couldn't get him off of the ground. So he, the, the guy that was driving called his brother. And, and his brother and I just lift, lifted him up and, and carried him into that, the house. And uh, put him down in his bed. And I went... I went to check on him the next day and he was already plastered drunk, you know? <laughs> and, uh, it was like, and it was like nine in the morning. I knocked on the door just to make sure he made it through the night. And, uh, yeah, he was already like pretty much plastered drunk. Like he offered, offered me a shot of uh, Jack Daniels. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know, but it's, I don't, I don't drink and it's nine in the morning and, uh, I've got a pretty busy day ahead of me. So I'd better not. Yeah, 
but he told but he told me some really really harrowing stories about uh he was in uh, vietnam and uh he he, he was he, you know, he he told me some stories that man if uh if that had been my experience you better believe i'd be drinking every day yeah i mean hell i i, I drank i drank every day and didn't have any and and didn't come back from a war at, at some at one point in my life so i can i can see how that would i can see how that do it to you yeah that's kind of dark yeah yeah it, it it it's it's pretty dark pretty pretty dark thing to carry around with you yeah never goes away i I, i'd imagine only thing only thing you can do is try and forget it probably not very successfully yeah i can only imagine yeah i'm gonna try not to i'm playing my first uh first gig of 2021 tomorrow oh boy where's that (laughs) it's a it's at a new age festival in chillicothe ohio it's outdoors okay and uh there's a bunch of QAnon conspiracy guy, conspiracy crew there. So I'm, <laughs> oh, uh, oh boy. I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a, I'm doing a whole political set, just like <laughs> specifically designed to tear into them. I'm hoping they boo me. That's my, my, my big goal tomorrow is to see if I can get booed in my during my first show of 2021. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm. That's that's I'm the right crowd to be it. booed by. How many, like, what yeah. do you think the ratio of like those bozos to normal people or like decent oh, folk is? Ten ten percent bozos, I'd say. Yeah. Okay. Even I, so, I you know could there get are them a going. few there. Oh, I can get them going for sure. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna. It's gonna be. You know. It's, I'm. I'm. I'm calling it the prophets. That you know. People think about. People think about prophets as people who, who look into the kind of look into the future and like predict the future but really the role of prophets throughout i guess the perennial traditions are people who um who cast withering criticism on the prevailing order of things that's that's really what prophets do so gonna be like a little a little a little sunday morning prophet set for me <laughs> is the big plan see if i can ruffle some and then you know, yeah. Then you, then you know, that's the whole point of a prophet. You're trying to ruffle feathers. You're not, you're not going out there for the applause, and you're not going out there to make any friends. You're going out there to, to, to say, to say the truth as, as, uh, lucidly as you as you are able to communicate. Which I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, those people know, how, are so how, loud and obnoxious, even though they're in the minority in this particular crowd, I'm sure they'll be vocal. That's like what their <laughs> fucking specialty is. Yeah, they 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 surely don't know when to shut up. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was reading a QAnon thing the other day where, because uh, I, I do try to keep up with them, because I actually, I've actually lost a lot of friends over the last, it, the, you know, I, I don't. I don't really. Uh, I'd say. I'd say I feel a, this about the same way about the QAnon community as I do the the, the noise community, or um, pardon me, the, the like the spiritual community as I feel about the, um, the the noise community or you know experimental. It's like 90 percent of it's pretty much crap, but the ten percent of it that's really good is better than anything else. 
that's kind of my view on both like quote unquote spiritual teachers and you know like well, actually really just most music in general it's like 90% dreck and 10% is sublime i think that you know kind of follows or falls into a lot of categories or you know the same could be said for a lot of different things really yeah 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 um but you know like i i've i've been like moving in that community for many years over 10 years and uh you know like uh over the last year or so i've had to cut ties with a lot of people that just kind of got drawn into it and you know wouldn't i'm i would be willing to have a conversation with someone like that but they're how do you argue with someone that that or i mean not even argue but how do you how do you like reason with someone that where everything is just a symbol to them you know it's like there 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 is there is no objective reality there is, there is no reality to them everything is just like a symbol that points to something that seems to i think any rational person to be absolutely delirious and deranged there's no there's no reasoning with someone who isn't truthful you know that's that's the problem they're they're not they're not truthful they're, they don't care about the truth they're not interested in the truth at all they're interested in in you know like their distorted their their distorted version of the truth that makes them look like they're very smart and in the know it's an ego thing really like most bad things in this world are <laughs> yeah um so uh, yeah, so I've, I've lost a lot of friends to to that this year, and uh, a lot of people I've known for a really long time that I've known to be very reasonable, very decent human beings have uh, had their minds distorted by that dreck, and uh, it's it's pretty grievous. Yeah. You know, I mean, on one hand, I la- uh, you know, on one hand, I think it's laughable. On the other hand, it's it's tragic people believe that stuff you know it's like most most suffering in the world comes from illusion believing in believing things that aren't true i think you can find a measure of happiness in this world by facing up to the truth as it were and saying okay this is this is the this is what i'm dealing with whether i like it or not this is the way the world is and i'm going to do my best to improve my own lot and improve you know improve my own self improve my lot and improve the world that's 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 my goal is is to do those three things and maybe in in that order you know first improve myself and then you know improve my life and the lives of people around me and then hopefully the the world around me in general i think that's those those are worthwhile aims and can lead to some happiness but um you there's if someone isn't willing to deal in truth there's no reaching them you know it's like i i understand that truth is somewhat subjective but there are something there's aspects of truth that are very clearly objective um and if you if you can't find a way to agree on those on those um objective truths then there's no way to have a conversation yeah well you'll have to let us know or me at least <laughs> know how it yeah. goes with uh with the show tomorrow and if any of those types 
actually try to engage <laughs> in meaningful conversation if they're capable of it. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. I guess, yeah, we'll find out. Yeah. But, uh, well, I know we're at the 20, over 20 minute mark, which is not uncommon. So I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll, sh- I'll shut my mouth for now. Not, I, I, it won't be shut for long, but I'll shut it for now at any rate. And, uh, <laughs> Be on my be on my merry way, my friend. It's been a thrill as always, and, and and thanks for letting me ramble and rave. I appreciate it. Oh yeah, glad you could be here. Glad we've uh, we've kept it going for sixty shows or so. Anyway, that's wild to me. What a what a thrill. <laughs> yep. Well, and, until the next time, whenever that may be, my friend. You betcha, my friend. Be seeing you. Be seeing you. Goodbye. Don't turn your back on Zack. Watch out for Zack. We we wanna be. Yeah, well, I'm gonna get into what I was talking about a couple times earlier. The whole uh, songs that are narratives about somebody dead or dying, for lack of better wording. Uh, Buck Owens. I'll start this with uh, Streets of Laredo. As I walked out in the streets of Laredo As I walked out in Laredo one day I spied a young cowboy all wrapped in white linen Wrapped up in white linen As cold as the clay So beat the drum slowly play The fire slowly play The death march as they carry me Take me to Green Valley Lake The sod o' me I'm shot in the chest And I'm dying Let sixteen cowboys sing me a song Take me to the green valley And lay the sod o'er me For I'm a young cowboy And I know I've done wrong so beat the drum slowly play The fire slowly play The death march as they carry me on Take me to Green Valley Lake 
I'm shot in the chest And I'm dying today Did you hear what happened? No, what happened? Somebody said she's dead They found her at home In her room all alone A letter
Good evening, I'm Ken Bastida. Dana is off tonight. He was murdered and then set on fire while celebrating his birthday. Ist es wirklich wahr, dass sie mit ihm geht? Da ist sie ja. Frag sie doch. Betty, ist der Ring, den du trägst von Jimmy? Mm -mm. Das muss ja dufte sein, mit ihm zu fahren. Holt er dich nach der Schule ab? Mm -mm. Sag mal, woher kennst du ihn eigentlich? Ich sah ihn auf der Genau. Dann nahm er mich mit auf seinem Feuerstuhl. Mein Vater sagte, was soll das sein? Lass dich mit diesem Jungen nicht mich noch, ehe er ging und lächelte so eigenartig. Ich rief ihm nach, fahr nicht zu schnell am Abend auf der nassen Straße. Pass auf! Pass auf! Pass auf! Pass auf! A day before I'd planned to 
I smiled and said, I'll sure surprise my wife. I don't think I'll phone, I'll just head on home. For I didn't know the cold hard facts of life. I passed a little wine store on the corner. I pictured pink champagne by candlelight. I stopped the car right then, got out and hurried in. My mind not on the cold hard facts of life. A stranger stood there laughing by the said, I'll take two bottles of your best. Her husband's out of town and there's a party. He winked as if to say, you know the rest. I left the store two steps behind the stranger. From there to my house, his car stayed in sight. But it wasn't till he turned into my drive that I learned I was witnessing the cold, hard facts of life. I drove around the block till I was busy. Each time the noise came louder from within And then I saw our bottle there beside me And I drank a fifth of courage and walked in Lord, you should have seen their frantic faces They screamed and cried, please put away that knife. I guess I'll go to hell or I'll rot here in this cell. But who taught who the cold hard facts of life? Who taught who the cold hard facts of life?
the sounds is part of the reissue of Miami and as with the album version features uh, Debbie Harry for backing vocals there I actually really like that I think that's the best thing off that reissue there's some other good stuff there maybe more for very dedicated gun club fans but I'd say that's even superior to the proper album version that demo uh, so that wraps up the whole whatever dying dead set in, with you know a narrative theme I don't I still don't know what the hell to call it uh, so before uh, the gun club Porter Wagner the cold hard facts of life title track from his 1967 album through RCA uh, the crazy girls their foyer stool which is, of course, a reinterpretation or maybe just an interpretation of Leader of the Pack by the Shangri-Las. And from what my limited German skills can tell me, 
It's fairly faithful lyrically to the original. So that came out in 1965 on a single through Columbia. Before that, uh, Tony Casanova, The Grave, from a 1958 Crest record single. Then it was... She's credited as Julian Rose. So I don't know if that's her name. It seems a little odd. I don't know if they meant to have it listed as Julianne Rose. Anyway, um, J-U-L-I-A-N. It's either missing one N or an N and an A. Anyway, uh, that was the really stupid one, The Rumor, <laughs> talking about uh, uh, you know the girl who committed suicide or whatever. And, and just the really silly take on, <laughs> like, would anybody really react like that? I don't know. Um, so that was put out by Dory Records on a single in 1960 and started it with Buck Owens, The Streets of Laredo, uh, from his album I've Got a Tiger by the Tail, put out by Capitol in 1965. So I have a few more songs here. That I'll get through, only 15 minutes left or so, so I'll probably play this stuff for about 10 minutes, come back, talk a little more, and wrap it up with one more song or something like that. So this next one is by Sun People, this just came out the other day. The song is called It's No Use, and it's from uh, their EP, with a title I can really get behind, called Life is Nothing But a Joke.
then how very uncomfortable for you, old chap. <laughs>
That was UFO by Blue Crime. They put that out last year from Amsterdam. And the uh, record label response... Oh, actually, yeah, they put it out themselves. Uh, before that, Jenny Diver of Mexico City. Guess what? Guess what is the name of the song? I'm not asking a rhetorical question by saying that. Uh, and that was put out on their demo, which was released last year as well, through the label called Estaria Chido Poder Volar. Before that, Betty James helped me to find my love, the B-side of a single put out by Chess Records in 1961. On its other side is her very well-known I'm a Little Mixed Up, and uh, yeah, Help Me to Find My Love sounds kind of stylistically similar to I'm a Little Mixed Up. Still good. Um, Piranha, before that, My Generation from uh, an Iron One release that came out last year, Brias, Colas y Inventadas. Started it off with Sun People of Poland. Uh, they're based just outside of Warsaw. It's no use from Life is Nothing But a Joke, put out a few days ago. So I'll wrap it up here. I'm going to play a song by Jerry Lee Lewis, uh, Another Place, Another Time, from an album of the same name released by Smash in 1968. And I guess it's at least, it kind of ties in the title of that track to um, something I'll mention now. Not that I'm going to give up on the show, but I'm definitely going to rein it in a little and probably only do it on a uh, monthly basis, once, maybe twice a month for the next little while. Perhaps I'll eventually come back to doing it on a weekly basis or more regularly, but I've got a lot of stuff happening uh, over the next little while, so I can't always guarantee that I'm going to be around to do it or able to put in the kind of time that I want for a weekly show. But yeah, I still want to keep doing it, and I will keep doing it. Maybe just not as, as often as this. So there's still, you know, whatever, 60 other editions of the show to pick through. If you want to hear something else, I don't know if you really, if anybody would do that, but uh, it's there, anyhow. Uh, and if you want to know when the next live show will be, then you can always look at awman.net, and it's at the very top in the text there in bold to tell you when the next live one will be. And then, of course, you know, I'll keep updating that with all the recorded ones and all that junk and playlists and bandcamp links and blah 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 so uh thanks as always for being here and you know i'm not going anywhere just won't be around quite as much for a little while uh yeah and i'll post the replay and all that stuff real soon bye for now one by one they're turning out the lights I've been feeding that old jukebox Just to hold you tight Guess it's for the best I just put in my last dime Heard you whisper with me again Another place, another time Chairs are stacked all over tables And it's closing time, they say 
I could wait right here forever If they'd only let me stay Anywhere would be much better Than that old lonely room of mine And a sleepless night awaiting for another place Another time Won't that room of mine Be a lonely place to be After I've been holding you So close to me And won't that old stairway Be a little Hard to climb To a lonely room To wait for Another place Another Let us get the fuck out of here. Be seeing you. And you.